0: Greetings, this is A.G. from Muller She Wrote. If you're listening to this, it's because you haven't yet become a patron. So I wanted to make sure you knew that due to unforeseen shipping costs, which is my bad, we have to modify our reward levels. I wanted to give you this opportunity to get in under the wire and get more swag for less before we have to raise the costs. So if you've been meaning to subscribe, do it before April 13th and we'll honor the current levels. You can also purchase our stuff separately on our website if you're unable to pledge. Some of the proceeds go to Act Blue to help flip Congress in November. So visit mullersherote.com and click subscribe to become a patron, or click shop to grab your merch separately. Thanks for supporting women in podcasting. This podcast may contain laughter. Hello, and welcome to Muller She Wrote. I'm A.G., your anonymous host, Crushing the Hatch Act. Uh, With me, as always, is Jaleesa Johnson. Hello. And Jordan Coburn.
3: How's it going? Welcome back, Jordan. Jordan went to Big Bear without us last weekend, without us, which is fine. I did, yes. Did you see some bears? No bears. Okay. Some bullshit, as Brun Simpson would say. Oh, no. (laughs) No bears but bullshit. Is that a thing? (laughs) Oh, well, he's... I'm gonna ruin his joke. He does a joke about... Yelp reviews on national parks, and he's like, Oh, they're funny. Didn't see any bears. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah, you it's gave bizarre. one star. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you gave nature one star. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty great. Check out Brian Simpson if you get a chance. He's yeah, one of he's my favorites. Fantastic. uh Yeah, well, welcome back. No cozy bears or fancy bears? Nope. Just, nope. <laughs> just regular bears. None yeah, to right. be seen. Well, you guys, it's been another Wicked News Week. Uh, Jordan's going to tell us about Dearborn and Mashburn. Uh, Jalisa will be going over the latest news on Elliot Broidy. And I'll be talking about a guy named Ted Malik. If you're a patron, you can also check out our minisodes this week on Person A in the Vanderswan court filing and the chaos in the office responsible for vetting Trump appointees like you <laughs> thought it would be a, a smoothly run organization. Mm-hmm. It's not. Good guess. <laughs> uh, and don't forget, this week, uh, Mueller She Wrote Book Club is going to go over chapters 9 through 12 of Russian Roulette. And that's free for everyone. We have two more weeks of Russian Roulette, and then we're going to move right into A Higher Loyalty by James Comey. Mm -hmm. Cannot Uh, wait. I know. So order your copy, become a patron, uh, and join us for those discussions. All right. I think I got all the formalities out of the way. Why don't we uh, get into it with just the facts? All right. We learned right after we recorded last week's show that my prediction about DeGeneva, that's the you know the crazy conspiracy theory fox attorney right <laughs> um my prediction about him not being able to represent both trump and Corallo was correct uh jaleesa can you play that clip from last week about de Genova? oh yeah monday trump hired a new attorney and this is a conspiracy theorist that he saw on Fox and Friends like a year ago, who believes that Trump has been framed by the FBI. He believes that, he, that the, the FBI and the Department of Justice wanted Hillary to win. And when she didn't, they set out to frame Donald Trump for these crimes. Mm. So This is D- De... DeGeneva. DeGeneva. His name is Joe DeGeneva. And, and here's something I didn't know. DeGeneva is also representing Corallo. Um, Corallo was the, the legal spokesperson for the Trump legal team... And he quit after he witnessed Trump and company drafting a false statement about the June 2016 meeting Mm -hmm. on Air Force One. Right. So there could be a conflict of interest there. Yeah. So right after we recorded, we learned that DeGeneva has refused to represent Trump or Trump says it's because he doesn't like him and they have a personality conflict. Hmm. But uh, Trump's legal team cites conflict of interest, which is what we cited last week. So. Make no mistake, though, he cannot represent Trump and a guy who's going to testify against Trump. That's you'll lose your law license. Right. Uh, and despite the uh, crazy exposure he would get for repping Trump, he would rather uh, be on the winning side, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah. Even though he's way less known.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I like his name. It sounds like a pyramid scheme in itself. Oh,
0: that. the yeah, d- yeah, d- d- herbal life. Mm-hmm. DeGeneva? D- DeGeneva. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I did join DeGeneva. <laughs> <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he's the conspiracy theorist nut job that thinks the fbi framed trump uh and even that guy knew that trump was the losing uh, Mm -hmm. prospect so as much as he'd like the fame he'd rather have the w so Mm -hmm. then in a shocking display of pro-european anti-putin sentiment Trump decided to make, or excuse me, he decided to take McMaster's parting advice, and he ordered the expulsion of 60 Russian diplomats from the U.S. on Monday morning. Now, I know we hear this a lot. We hear about leaders expelling diplomats and closing consulates, but, like, what does that even mean, right? You know? Mm -hmm. Well, because they closed the consulate in New York and and one in Seattle. Mm -hmm. Um, And is 60 a lot? Yes. That's pretty... um, 60 is how many all of Europe um, expelled, and we just met their number. Yeah. so it's, you know, I, I guess there, a lot of them are spies. Um, I, I still don't quite understand why we build houses for foreigners, spies to live. Like I don't mans- get that either. Yeah, such nice houses
1: too. <laughs> Mansions.
3: Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's like a trying to make sure we're all on a level playing field kind of thing. Like some of us got to have spies in low places. <laughs> just I know, so it's I, fair. No, I'm not going to sing. But um, I don't know. I'll be honest. I didn't think
0: he was going to do anything. Yes, I mean, yeah, Yeah. I think it's a cover up.
3: Like, yeah. Mm-hmm, I mean, last sure.
0: last week we were talking about this, how he McMaster recommended it and, and the intelligence community recommended it. And you, Julisa, you were like, nah, he didn't nah.
1: Yeah. I, I did not think he would do anything about it. In fact, we thought he was just going to, like, do something crazy to just, you know, retaliate in favor of Putin, you know, if anything. But he just kind of stepped out of the way, I guess. Right. Like the idea is that this motion was already
0: in play and he just... He should not do anything to stop it, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, mm-hmm. it's interesting because the White House has said some tough things about Russia. Mm-hmm. You know, they did enact uh, sanctions on those 13 Russians mm-hmm. that Mueller indicted. They mm-hmm. copied and pasted him into an indictment <laughs> or into some sanctions. And now they're expelling the diplomats. But Trump has not taken any unilateral action against Russia. Mm-hmm. He hasn't said anything he keeps quiet about it it's it's interesting lindsey graham says quote i think the problem is that russia is running wild whatever we're doing is not working and the president for some reason has a hard time pushing back against putin yeah uh, for some court. reason
3: <laughs> we just can't figure AKA it out the entirety of our podcast
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, also on monday trump trump told some close aides he wants porter back <laughs> oh my gosh that's the wife beater guy yeah. the, the double wife beater um <laughs> that dude's lonely i guess yeah hicks left he misses you know. him
3: yeah i guess so yeah <laughs> the, he, his kid wrangler left yeah, you know raffle Josh raffle. He needs to have someone that is uh, at least as far as the press is concerned lower than him around him at all times. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Is that maybe you know, I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like him. <laughs> uh, we
0: found out there's still some back and forth on those loans that Kushner got uh, from the CEOs of Apollo and Citigroup after they visited the White House. Remember that you guys mm-hmm. Kushner got half a billion dollars from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, let's rewind a second to episode 18 from a month ago uh, for a quick reminder. As you know, he's in debt up to his beady little eyes Mm -hmm. (laughs) on a few of his big Satan properties. (laughs) And though he stepped down as CEO of Kushner Properties when he joined the White House, he didn't divest most of his real property. Uh, It turns out he met with the CEOs of some big banks and hedge funds in the White House as a presidential advisor, including the CEOs of Apollo and Citibank. And what do you know? Shortly after those meetings, Apollo and Citibank lent him um, about $500 million. Oh
3: what the God. fuck?
0: <laughs> well, around the time we reported that, a congressman from the House Oversight Committee named Raja Krishnamuthi, he sent a letter to the head of the Office of Gov- Government Ethics saying, you know, what the heck in, um, <laughs> And Well, the ethics guy sent a response back on March 16th. That basically said he looked into it, and it turns out the White House is already investigating it. Oh. Hmm. Oh, well, if the White House is investigating <laughs> itself.
3: <laughs> Nothing to worry about, I guess. I'm sure everything's great, I roll. <laughs> It's all taken care of. Yeah, no worries. Nothing to see here. No. Move along. I think we should just call, we could have an offshoot podcast called Nothing to See Here. (laughs) Nothing burger podcast. (laughs) Just people sweeping things under the rug. That's our graphic. I love it.
0: Well, Raja Krishnamuthi sent a letter back this week to, well, to to McGann. This is the first one he sent to McGann. That's the White House counsel saying, I hear you're investigating these loans to kushner i need all your documentation and he's given him to april 10th to hand it over so <laughs> nice
3: that is not a long amount of time
0: no yeah. no so we'll see what happens and you guys remember that fundraiser in beverly hills that trump mm-hmm. w- uh, was going to go to and it was hosted by elliot broidy that right. was the
3: day after he was here right
0: yeah he was in san diego looking at his
3: wall prototypes. yeah <laughs> uh, which is just creepy to me oh like, it's so creepy yeah. also a wall is a wall is a wall i would think yeah i don't understand
1: why you need different I prototypes appreciate the aesthetics but yeah it's just
3: a <laughs> weird situation yeah they're around. just different hues <laughs> for well, sure
0: well some of them yeah they are different colors one of them is uh surf horizon another one is camera <laughs> <laughs> no they have um like some of them have anti-climbing features right you know? <laughs> oh my god yeah it's so
3: berlin yeah, someone Ugh. did a joke right the other night about the wall having just a red, white, and blue boxing glove that just yeah.
2: comes out. <laughs> oh my God. It
3: just hits yes. people on the way up. <laughs> so Boing. Up. Kapow. Uh. <laughs> Everything's so fucked.
0: Well, anyway, that, that fundraiser um, that, that Brody put on, and we were like, what? Because Nader, his business partner, a proxy for Imbiza in the UAE, um, was arrested in January, and he's cooperating with Mueller. He's full immunity mm-hmm. uh, with Mueller. And we were like, how is this Broidy guy who, who's, you know, doing all this business with Nader hosting a fund? Like, that? just that's not smart politics. Well, he didn't go to the fundraiser under mounting scrutiny. Yeah. <laughs> and this week, um, Broidy filed a lawsuit against Qatar. I know, Jalisa, you're going to talk to talk to us about that a little exactly, bit later, right? Yep. Yeah. So anyway, and you, you guys remember uh, Qatar is under blockade by Saudi Arabia, the United Arab Emirates, Egypt and Bahrain for um, alleged support of terrorism which Cutter denies, um, and they've refused to comply with the demands of the blockade, which include dismantling the news service Al Jazeera, which mm. which I love.
3: Yeah, they're great.
0: Uh, and don't forget, Jared's dad tried to get a loan from the Cutters, uh, from That's the right. Cutters, from the Q- Qataris, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, because he's in debt over a billion dollars on his 666 Satan Avenue <laughs> building. That's um, their ML. And they turn him down, so... I don't know. Jaleesa is going to go over that later. I'm I'm interested to hear more on it. Mm -hmm. Uh, This week, a lot more news dropped about Cambridge Analytica. Gizmodo put out a weird report on Monday that Cambridge Analytica was given intellectual property software from Canada, uh, which would be considered an in-kind campaign contribution from a foreign entity. And that's a federal crime. That's that's a felony. And Yeah, oh, Canada. <laughs> yeah. So, like, remember, blame Canada? Yeah. Yeah, we could actually <laughs> yeah. blame Canada. Finally, the episode becomes relevant. Yeah, it actually turns out to be partly true. Uh, so even though it is Canada, it's not part of, you know, NAFTA mm-hmm. to, to you know, interfere in our campaigns. But, or at least even provide software to those who intend to, uh, or even just help any campaigns in the United States. That's against um That's against the campaign finance law. Right. So and then on top of that, it seems as though from as far as I can tell, because this report is a little weird. um, It seems that Cambridge Analytica lied about the origins of the contributions to cover up the fact the software and intellectual property came from a foreign country. And and seemingly because they know it's wrong. Do you remember the memo that they got from Mm -hmm. Giuliani's law firm? A guy named Levy. Saying to Mercer, Bannon, and Nix of Cambridge Analytica, hey, you might want to have Americans do this. And, and that's because they were advising against having foreigners. Yeah. Uh, Good ad- advice. <laughs> advise on campaigns because it's illegal. So, but they ignored that. So that's interesting. And we already knew um, from our show last week that Russia had contact with Cambridge Analytica via a professor from St. Petersburg State University named Koger. I think his name was Koger that stole data from 50 million Facebook users. And he was given grants by the Russian government to study psychographic micro-targeting, psychographic (laughs) micro-targeting, and uh, how to influence American voters because they had been doing it in the battle against ISIS, like how to win wars, like really Machiavellian Machiavellian shit, Mm -hmm. Um, art of war type stuff. So Seth Abramson summed it up pretty nicely on Twitter saying, quote, the digital marketing company, the Mercers and Bannon brought to Trump's campaign via Kushner was quite possibly a criminal enterprise illegally funded by and benefiting from work done by foreign actors, Mm -hmm. unquote. Um, Further, it seems as though Cambridge Analytica either gave those data to the Russians or it was hacked by the Russians, and all that means that the chances Kushner, Bannon, and Parscale, and probably Trump himself thought everything was on the up and up are like slim to none. Oh, yeah. So, details like this could be used by Mueller to charge and flip Kushner uh, and Bannon on Trump, unless, of course, Bannon and Kushner are in the top tier of his target pyramid. Yeah,
3: I wonder. So, I don't know. We'll see. But a lot of... Sh- I feel like they've got to be... They've done so much shit. They're pretty big fish. Yeah. I
0: would rather... I would rather get... If it were me, <clears throat> I'd rather get Kushner on money stuff. Mm-hmm. And use the conspiracy stuff to roll him.
3: Yeah. Can you charge him on money stuff and then have him flip on the conspiracy stuff?
0: Yeah. You, nice. can, you can say, well, I'm going to charge you with all these. Right. If you don't want all these charges, I need you to tell me about what yeah. you and Trump did.
3: Just like how Mueller's been giving people the lying to the FBI charge and then having them flip. Mm-hmm. Even though they've done way more than that.
0: Right. But I think if yeah. you charge them with too much, they might not be
3: inclined to inclined flip to yeah flip? There <laughs> that's fair oh so
0: i either get 80 years or 100 years yeah hmm, i'll take 80 yeah. yeah i won't snitch <clears throat> so also out this week and here's another thing about cambridge analytica <laughs> the brexit campaign may have been illegally funded through shell companies tied to Cam- to cambridge analytica they might b- brexit might have been part of this that's um nuts. we learned that cambridge analytica sent foreigners to advise u.s republican house campaigns in 2014 also and that could explain why we've said this forever that the gop in the house is complicit they're they're pushing back on this and and not investigating because they are they're part of it targets Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah very frustrating (laughs) like they they were there they were helping them in 2014 john bolton was a beneficiary We, we talked about that last week um but that could be why the GOP scrambled to shut down the Russia investigation in the House and produce that stupid majority report <laughs> yeah. on its quote-unquote findings. Disgrace. Um, they knew Democrats were about to expose Cambridge Analytica, mm-hmm. or at least Mueller. So, and then finally on Monday, the United States Federal Trade Commission, the FTC, launched a probe into Cambridge Analytica. So. That's and that, but that's not the end though, because we also learned that British Parliament is investigating Cambridge Analytica, and they have summoned Mark Zuckerberg, I think, four times, three times, yeah, now, and he's refused to appear. Um, he's going to send somebody else. Uh, cited, you know, so Cambridge Analytica is so so big now that British Parliament is investigating their role in hacking the American elections. It's crazy. Um, the FTC is investigating it. So pretty much everyone except our own Congress is looking into this for us. That's fantastic. Um, so embarrassing. It's very embarrassing. <clears throat> and this is speculative, but it's clear to me that the House GOP wanted to end the investigation before it led right into their bank accounts, pretty much.
3: Yeah, that makes sense. The same reason why Trump wants it to end, too. Yeah, if exactly. He won
0: because of it. It was sketchy, illegal. Right, because there's multiple reports that GOP congressional races accepted funds funneled through intermediaries tied to Cambridge Analytica. Yeah, it, I bet. Eric Prince and Elliot Brody. So they put their own interests ahead of ours um, and shut down that inquiry. Uh, but well, at least we have the UK government looking out for us. So. Yeah, that's good. Good old UK. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I can't wait for them to find the criminality in our house GOP. <laughs> and uh, ex- it's like your neighbor like investigating your own domestic abuse. <laughs>
3: right. <laughs> good old neighbor. Thanks, man. Help me, please. Good looking house. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: cops won't do anything. Right. I-, I appreciate that. Oh yeah. Um. Additionally, the FTC launched a probe into the data scandal um, specifically uh, whether or not Facebook violated its consent decree um, when it released the data on Mm -hmm. these users. And each violation carries a fine of $40,000. So that's a lot. Mm -hmm. That is. 50 million users. um, It'll
3: put a nice little rock chip dent in mark zuckerberg's fortune yeah. seriously <laughs> I mean. drop in the bucket for him
0: yeah um it was also reported that cambridge analytica sent foreigners to advise u.s republican campaigns in 2014 like i just said so you know that that's crazy that we had foreigners like tom tillis is one of them he he and there' and the guy at Cambridge Analytica, who did it, who's a foreigner, has a big advertisement on his page about how he helped Tom tell us win the election yeah <laughs> it's it's been taken down since this since this started though, so that's funny <laughs> um Zuckerberg will testify to the Senate Judiciary committee um cool so yeah, uh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that. I mean the the House Intel Committee investigation is a sham investigation. Oh yeah, it's a kangaroo court.
3: Except for <laughs> Schiff, obviously.
0: <laughs> kangaroo court's more sophisticated and legit than they. <laughs> they look into serious pouch issues and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and these guys aren't doing anything but uh, but the the Senate I still think is pretty shammy but it's you know at least they're making end runs and, and trying to look into things that that the House didn't look into.
3: Yeah, and they're making some bipartisan moves as opposed to releasing two separate ideological memos. Exactly. And trying to pass that <laughs> as, like, information to the freaking citizenry. Look what we did together. Yeah. Use your memo, we your like, fake memo. <laughs> yeah. We like to give you all sides. <laughs> with no real recommendation.
0: So this is irony. Um, on Tuesday, Trump took off in his motorcade to uh, dine with a friend of his in town Mm. uh, at his house. And here's the funny side note. The guy who had him over for dinner is the architect that designed the Watergate Hotel. Wow. (laughs) Brilliant. (laughs) Strange company. It
3: pleases me. (laughs) (laughs) Trub's like, I'd like to fit in breaking into the Watergate again. Yeah, it's <laughs> impossible. Me. Tell me how to do it. <laughs>
0: Could you design my campaign headquarters uh. <laughs> next year? <laughs> um, yeah, this guy, I can't remember his name, but he's known as the Condo King of Washington. Okay.
2: You're Abe Froman. That's right. I'm Abe Froman, the Sausage King of
1: Chicago. Yeah, that's me.
0: Yeah, Watergate. Fun. Uh, big news on Tuesday nine senators and this goes along with what you were just saying about the Senate being a little more bipartisan than two dumb memos mm-hmm. two opposing memos on Tuesday nine senators sent uh, a letter to the top five Department of Justice officials asking them to pledge that they wouldn't fire Mueller or try to impede the investigation by defunding it or anything pretty much don't not impede it in any way yeah uh, if the pers- if they ended up being in charge of it Um so they're trying to prevent a Saturday Night Massacre, basically. Very nice. And they're trying to get everybody on the record, um, public record, saying that they won't do this, that they will, you know, resign if it comes to that.
3: And you, it was one GOP and eight Dems. I, I can't remember the mix. Okay. I'd have to look at it, but I know it's bipartisan. Overwhelmingly. Okay, yeah. Technically, at least, that's good. <laughs> at, least we, at least
0: we can say. Yeah. yeah. Even if it's like half a guy. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> like, I'll take it.
0: Like John McCain sort of just puts an X on it. or something. <laughs> oh. I don't think he was part of it. But yeah. Senators Coons and Tillis also released a bipartisan statement. That's one and one. So that's a little closer. Mm -hmm. Um, Saying that they believe the Mueller investigation should not be allowed or should be allowed to continue. It should not be impeded. Mm -hmm. They said, quote, we urge President Trump to allow the special counsel to complete his work without impediment, which is in the best interest of the American people, the president and our nation. Yes. So this is interesting that Tillis would do this since he was one of the beneficiaries of Cambridge Analytica in 2014. Maybe he got the least amount of money. (laughs) He's bitter. He just had some yeah just some he was paid in beer or <laughs> cover up some british guy make a lame commercial for him yeah. it.
3: <laughs> it would make sense to me that if anyone who has been involved in these sketchy foreign government influences uh if they could just do the most that they can to just say face a little bit and just make it seem just a little just divert the attention from their sketchy doings that's what i would do i would yeah. turn all the way and be yeah. like you know what and look at my list of evidence of things I've done that are right. Exactly. Hand, just yeah.
0: hands up. But I'm going to be a patriot. And um, I surrender. And here's what happened. And I've seen this and I saw that. Oh, yeah. That and, would be ideal. Well, it would be the smart thing to do, too, because no one's going to remember you. Um, you're ha- you're going to have no legacy. But mm-hmm. right now you're in a position and that not many people are in a position to do, which is to become a historic figure. Yeah. I would take that shot. Yeah. I don't know. Like John Dean or, you know, whatever. Like the the only reason we know who John Dean is is because he he came out and said, Yeah, I did it. Yeah. uh, It's like infamy or
1: obscurity. I think some of them would rather have obscurity, which is unfortunate. But you could be considered a hero for sure. Yeah. You know? I mean, you'd be a hero to me, but some people will always remember.
3: And you you could always claim you were. (laughs) Sorry for stepping on your punchline.
1: (laughs)
2: <laughs> um
3: <laughs> or uh you could just claim that you were undercover two-timing the whole time oh, oh right yeah it was mole mole, mole. yeah
0: <laughs> i think it's worth a shot i think <laughs> you're right
3: self moles
0: <laughs> uh, i moled myself i did uh van Der Swan appeared in court to ask for leniency in his sentencing and special counsel was like what no <laughs> no um we're not going to give you they're like well he was good after that and we're like we're not going to reward you for not breaking the law um yeah. <laughs> it was just a pretty funny hearing there was also some speculation uh, as to whom person a was there was a person a mentioned in this do- court document right but we all knew from february that person a was kalimnik yes we've mm-hmm. been saying that um which i was stunned at how many people were stunned at that Per, they, who was person a and i was like you guys yeah they don't follow uh, more uh, sure they gotta mm-hmm. listen mm-hmm. well i told you called that <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the new york times confirmed that on tuesday so that's actually the first time uh, a, a major news um a, i don't know journalism or, you know syndicate whatever reporting mainstream media which <laughs> i guess some people don't like but a legit <laughs> source actually confirmed something that we've been saying for a while so that's yeah. cool oh yeah um, and and we have a whole mini-sode this week on Person A, mm-hmm. so check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, remember our reporting on Russian money and the NRA, Jordan? Yep. It, um, Senator Alexander Wyden, torsion and all yeah. those yep. mm-hmm. torsion and Butina all those and
3: dashes. <laughs>
0: right to bear arms and all those guys. Yeah. Um, well, Senator Wyden, and we've reported this already. This is this is old news that Senator Wyden wrote a letter to the NRA and the Treasury Mnuchin, Uh, Asking for all documents regarding campaign funding from the NRA and the sources of those monies. Um, We also knew from earlier reporting that the Treasury did not get back to him, but the NRA did, basically giving, citing their policy on accepting foreign donations. Right. (laughs) uh, Which is like dumb.
1: Yeah,
2: very
0: dumb. Like here, oh. Did you take any money?
3: Well, here, here's the law on money. (laughs) We're not allowed to.
0: You're
3: like, thanks. thanks." I am a citizen, and a citizen is not supposed to do that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Jordan, I think you were saying earlier, like, did you murder that guy? Well, here's the laws on murder. Yeah. You're not supposed to murder people. (laughs) That totally doesn't answer the question. And uh, we also reported that Wyden sent another letter back asking them for clarification and then they got back to him again saying, uh, actually, yes, we did accept foreign f- campaign contributions. Uh, that's the new news. And Wyden uh, wrote back to them again demanding uh, their finance records. This is the dumbest back and forth. Like, I can't believe they
1: just admitted it Like the second time. They didn't
0: even put up a fight for
1: like a little
0: <laughs> while longer. It's like when you have those text conversations where someone's like, well, chicken and dumplings. And you're like, in reference to what and they're like you know and i'm no i don't know can you tell me well you like chicken I'm like yeah i know i do like chicken what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> i need more and details they, do you guys know people like that they just say something no without all the information yeah making, you're talking in circles oh yeah knowing that you have to ask them for the additional information oh, yeah oh yeah kind of like guess what happened to me today yeah no yep
3: (laughs) you can tell me I hate placating those people yeah I I just (laughs) ignore
0: them (laughs) so this poor Senator Wyden is like dude come on will you just (laughs) (laughs) get on with it out with it Uh, we learned this week that Dowd had floated the idea of pardoning Manafort and Gates before they were indicted Mm -hmm. this is huge because discussing Mm -hmm. the possibility of a pardon to try to get Manafort and Gates to not cooperate with special counsel um, that is witness tampering oh yeah um and to that's, the highest degree, it's like super witness tamper. you like you can't tamper harder. Yeah. Don't worry about <laughs> it, bro. I'll get you out. Like uh, If you think about it, Trump has pardon power. Right. And he can use it whenever he wants. He would not need to speak to an attorney about it. He wouldn't have to talk to Dowd about it. Dowd wouldn't have to go and talk to uh, Manafort and Gates attorneys about it. He would just pardon them. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that they spoke about it indicates that there was a squid pro quo- crow squid pro crow is that what you call it? Jordan Squid pro crow yes <laughs> <laughs> this is, it, sorry. I just like it better than quid pro quo. Yeah, I'm
3: actually thinking of getting a squid uh, pro crow tattoo like like a, a... I, have, oh. I have a confession sorry after your tattoo idea. No, that's it. <laughs> uh yesterday you were saying squid pro quo and or squid pro quo and I thought. Shit is another one I don't know. <laughs> I that's even hilarious. remember <laughs> Yes, and Fimbian law. Like, why it's does that sound so familiar to quid pro quo? <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't usually make mistakes. <laughs> oh, that's but yes, funny. the tattoo, the squid pro Crow tattoo, would be epic. <laughs> it would just be a great inside
0: joke and cool looking. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, this is bad news for Trump. I'm sure, as you can tell, uh, I'm not sure why Dowd would have done that. That's way um that
3: puts his license in jeopardy so i don't get it yeah maybe he was just i don't know why the fuck am i trying to defend this guy <laughs> it's just gonna be like maybe he's just no yeah no there's i can't figure out a reason yeah and, and it just looks horrible i can't think of a way that it would not be horrible there's not
0: mm-hmm. uh also wednesday night we learned trump hired a new lawyer uh, no one's heard of this guy. Uh, it, the only thing we know about him is that he had a midlife crisis in the 2000s and ended up getting a degree in medieval history. <laughs> so I just picture, like, this a LARPer. <laughs> like, I am your lawyer, huzzah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, he's, like, making legal decision, rolling 20-sided dice, like, oh, I have an attack four. Let's get him. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Good luck it's with that. all mine oh sorry <clears throat> i mean uh... <laughs> i don't know i was trying to larp riff but i don't yeah. know i don't know what LARPers larp impression say. yeah that's what i think of yeah. yeah i don't think you know enough about larping. i don't so,
0: to I, riff on it i haven't yeah. seen
3: yeah i haven't seen it we should go watch a larping tournament
0: we put this together with our medieval it guy and we, and, oh. and we have a sitcom. Ooh. <laughs> I like where this is going. I know. I like it, too. Uh, Thursday, Trump fired VA Secretary Shulkin and replaced him with Randy Jackson.
3: Put your hands together for Randy Jackson. <laughs> All right. So, yo, dog, there's some good stuff and some bad stuff here. All right. Here we, here we go.
0: No, no, no. Wait, wait. Ronnie Jackson, (laughs) Ronnie Jackson, excuse me, my bad. Uh, He's the White House physician. Nice guy, straight teeth. Um, (laughs) Shulkin spoke out uh, to NPR and NBC and Matt Lauer on Meet the Press. He's making the rounds saying he was fired. Uh, Even though White House said he resigned. He's like, no, I didn't resign. Uh, and he believes he was uh, politically moved out because he was blocking the privatization of the VA. Yeah. So if you think Trump cares about veterans, you you'd be wrong.
1: But he do, he does care about money though. That's oh, consistent. He, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's
0: got he could he could stand to make uh, a lot of money for the private healthcare sector um, at the expense of the taxpayer mm-hmm. uh, using veterans. Um, mm-hmm. so. Ugh. It's, yeah, all the veterans groups are against this and all the veterans are against privatization, including the DAV and AMVATs. Um, I mean, it's so clear that the Republican agenda uh, is to privatize the VA. But, you know, how are there still Republican veterans when it's always the GOP who votes against funding for the VA? It's always the GOP who tries to privatize. Yeah, it's yeah,
3: um, weird. Doesn't add up.
0: No, but we'll see what uh, Ronnie stands for during his... Uh, <laughs> confirmation hearings like uh i don't know dog
1: it's <laughs> gonna be a no for me yeah
0: it's gonna be a no for me on privatization I'm Just not feeling it so check it dog no <laughs> if he's if he's against privatization that'd be great but he's also got no experience running a a a, ma- a major organization. The VA is the second biggest organization in, in the government. Yeah, it's it's huge. the biggest healthcare p- provider in the United States, probably the world. We have nine million veterans, three hundred and forty thousand employees in the VA. It's it's giant. So yeah. um and I know that this has uh nothing to do with uh Russia, but I thought it was important because I'm a veteran mm-hmm. and I know we have a lot of veteran listeners, so I just wanted to talk about that. Absolutely. Um and an ex Obama official said, quote, picking picking the White House physician to run the VA is like having your uber driver park the space shuttle <laughs> so that kind of gives you an idea of of the of the of the massiveness of it and it, and it wasn't Trump that really pushed Shulkin out um, because of privatization it was other high-level um, uh, officials in the VA that Trump appointed that have been trying to privatize hmm. the VA from within. It's so awkward. That yeah. pushed him out. Their bosses and stuff. And Ronnie, good old Ronnie might be against privatization, but if you put him in that wolf's den and he doesn't have any experience warding off these bureaucrats, you know.
3: Yeah, or if he doesn't know what privatization looks like coming from afar or something. Yeah.
0: Right. He's he's still active duty. He's never even been to the VA. So <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know how it's going to work out, he's but He's
3: like, "Man, this place is"
0: so even if he says it's a no, lot of I, stuff to do <laughs> even if he's like no I don't want to privatize the VA it's like yeah but okay do you know how to hold off bureaucrats who do exactly um, because Shulkin lost his job for it mm-hmm. so
3: that's so messed up to say that someone resigned when they were actually fired yeah yeah, it's always
0: been weird and they didn't that. call him they did the typical thing mm-hmm. um, it was via tweet uh, Ronnie God Jackson was it. surprised that he was so like he's like what 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 yeah <laughs> Um, like no one knew he was even on a short list. <laughs> so that is pretty insane. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Um, how would Trump fire people if he didn't have Twitter? I don't know. Well, John Kelly.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just a little sign. You're yeah. fired. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Cause he's, I don't think he's understand <laughs> he understands stuff. Edits his own photos. Yeah. <laughs> writes Shitty. a letter. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Do you want to resign? Check this box. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, it's just, it's a mess. I don't know. But yeah. uh, moving on here, the Senate um, recently requested emails. Uh, and this is the Senate, I think it's the Senate Judicial Committee. I think uh, Feinstein had something to do with this. Mm-hmm. They want to see the emails from Dearborn and Mash. Dearborn and Mashburn mm-hmm. oh. uh, as the special counsel widens its probe uh, to include the easing of Russian language in the GOP platform at the RNC. Remember when they did that? Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, they took out the lethal arms part um, mm-hmm. and we go into really good depth on this in, in the Russian roulette Um book series so check that out and jordan is going to go over this a little later in the show too Mm -hmm. so muller is also investigating sessions contact with kislyak the russian ambassador at the rnc and the mayflower Mm -hmm. the one that he didn't have
3: right oh yeah
0: i do not recall (laughs) the two that he didn't have like right in our opening sequence i did not have i've been called a surrogate at a time or two a time or two i need a mint julep
3: he <laughs> sounds like such an idiot, not because of his accent, no, no just because he's just because an of idiot. Because the words that he says yeah. and the order he says.
0: It's, be- <laughs> it's a very debonair accent, actually. It's just that the words that are included in it are terrible. Yeah, oh, yeah.
3: and he stutters over his lies. <laughs> he just gets mm-hmm. lost so quickly. Not yeah. as bad as Manafort. I know, that clip but in the I, beginning I sometimes.
0: That's what I've he's hard said, to that's watch. What he said, that's that. That's, that's to
3: just, <laughs> have, you, have you seen that video of the lady she's an anchor woman and she has like she actually has a stroke on camera but you can't tell because it just comes out as her just misspeaking oh, but no. it went viral and she was fine everything's okay okay but she was just talking and that's what he sounds like she was like we're here today at uh, Greenfield Mid and you you're get- you can you <laughs> you're gonna learn Yep, <laughs> the, the internet is so cruel to cut. make that go
0: viral. People are so mean.
3: I know, it's crazy. You,
0: you sorta of sounded like the Swedish chef right then.
3: <laughs> oh. I don't know who that is. Oh, okay.
0: All right, that's cool. Is that the Muppets guy? Yes. Oh, good. Yay. We We should get points for getting (laughs) references right. We should Play the 80s game. (laughs) Uh, Thursday, Sessions refused to appoint a special counsel to investigate FBI corruption despite multiple GOP members in in Congress, the House in particular. How strange. Mm -hmm. um, Insisting on it, right? Uh, Gates, who is the House of Representatives official fuckboy, I think. (laughs) said if i can just see him like driving a mitsubishi eclipse date raping people like he's not just texting a you boy. back yeah definitely um listening to sublime you know just <laughs> mm. uh anyway he said if sessions didn't appoint a special counsel that sessions should be fired we should get a new ag uh, not me <laughs> um but you know whatever uh sessions did appoint huber um he's the u.s attorney from utah to team up with horowitz um, he's the head of the DOJ IG to look at the FBI and FISC. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a lot of acronyms.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the IG DOJ FBI FISC sound like <laughs> that sound like that clip from Good Morning Vietnam.
1: Seeing as how the VP is such a VIP, shouldn't we keep the PC on the QT because if it leaks to the VC,
3: you can end up an MIA and then we'd all be put on KP.
0: Yeah, it just made me think of that. I love that clip. Anyway, uh, we also learned that when Mueller flipped Gates. He wasn't doing it to get the juice on Manafort, which is kind of what we all thought, right? Exactly. Uh, He wanted Gates' testimony on conspiracy and collusion. Um, We know that Gates was in contact with a pro-Russian Ukrainian. That's Kolumnik, right? During Mm -hmm. the campaign. And uh, he would have all the info on Manafort's collusion with Deripaska as Kalimnik was the go-between. Yeah. Um, If you guys remember, we learned that Manafort dined with Kalimnik at 666 Satan Tower. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Deripaska landed in Newark that night on his private jet and then met with Kalimnik and then flew to Moscow to pick up the deputy prime minister of Russia and then on to Norway where they hung out on a boat. And Deripaska uploaded all the Manafort details Kolumnik gave him mm-hmm. to the deputy prime minister. Uh, and so the Russian sex coach, remember her? Yes. Rybka? Uh-huh. Yeah. She got video of it. And Putin's jailed, now jailed opponent, Navalny, released that video.
3: Mm-hmm. So Gates, Gates has all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a
1: bold move to release that. I mean, he had to know. Especially if he's in
0: custody.
3: Yeah. That's trippy. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. Navalny? Yeah. I'd be mm-hmm. afraid of, you know, for my life. Like, they know where he is. Yeah. At this point, I guess that's just his mission is just to stand up to Putin. Wow. Yeah. Maybe he's willing to die for it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: A lot of people have, and mm-hmm. they've actually said, you know, you might kill me, but, you know.
1: The truth will. The truth will come out, yeah. basically. Yeah.
0: So it's if crazy. you've noticed, it seems Mueller is is really getting into collusion and conspiracy now mm-hmm. with the reports about Gates and Person A and um, Sessions' contacts with Kislyak. It seems like he was putting conspiracy and, and obstruction on the back burner. Uh, and now these – because remember we reported that? He was putting obstruction on the back burner to look at conspiracy and exactly. vice versa. And, and now these reports are coming out. It's interesting that that those tiny little leaks are, have, have – born out they've become accurate born out mm-hmm. uh, not worn out born out they've become accurate yeah they've been mm-hmm. corroborated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah exactly uh the White House also leaked that Trump has been telling his aides not to talk about antithetical moves that he makes against Russia
1: mm. <laughs> poor guy <laughs> he, he, he
0: doesn't want he doesn't want to upset Putin. his boyfriend yeah right. uh Thursday night raw story reported that Melania is fed up uh, with Trump, and she's thinking about taking Baron
3: and fleeing. Wow. I hope they fly away in the plane that the Red Baron flew.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and I don't know how true that is, but it's funny to me. Um, funny but sad. Also funny but sad, Roger Stone this week went out on Instagram smoking a cigar and called Nunberg a lying psychotic coke addict or something. <laughs> Jesus. Julie, <laughs> see you that clip? Oh, yeah. This is Roger Stone. Sam Nunberg is a
2: cocaine addict, and any news organization that takes anything he said seriously is courting a serious lawsuit. Cocaine. That's
0: so sad. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Because he was like, no,
3: man, he's my hero. He's like my dad. And uh, wow. Wow. Who gets drunk and then leaves cigar (laughs) videos as a (laughs) grown-ass man (laughs) hating on your contemporaries? That's a special man. Somebody who
0: has Nunberg as a contemporary. Yeah. (laughs) That's who. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I can't even imagine. Yeah. Uh, We learned Friday a guy named Ted who was detained at Boston Logan Airport Tuesday uh, by the FBI. He was questioned for over an hour. Uh, His electronics were confiscated. he was uh, questioned about Farage his ties to Farage, Assange, uh, WikiLeaks and Stone and Brexit and Cambridge Analytica and all that mm-hmm. uh, and he was given a subpoena to appear before Mueller's grand jury on April 13th. I'll go into this a little um, later uh, in more detail because everyone knows like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm sorry Malik. Uh, no one's heard of him before, right right except I have seen his name before. So stay tuned, and I'll tie that all together a little bit later.
3: Nice. That was the name of my dean in college. Malik? Yeah, my oh. resident dean. No relation? Oh, no. I. You know, it would make sense, because he was a fucker. <laughs> 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 That's great. What's a resident dean? Exactly. He just. Re- pres- Do they live with you? <laughs> yes, on the first floor of our building. And then oh. he would just come out and be like, yeah. yeah, no smoking weed. No
1: happiness. Basically.
3: Yeah. Oh, we called those RAs. He was the head of the RAs. Oh, well, whoopty shit. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sorry. That's Why not promote a, them? Don't give them the that's satisfaction. not that's not a dean. Yeah, <laughs> he was a resident dean. He told me once that he only thought ten percent of the school population smoked marijuana. Oh, well. oh.
0: Mm.
3: No accounting for delusional people. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, let's see. Also, Friday. Uh, two Republican congressmen were caught in a lie I love this Because one of them is Jim Jordan from Ohio And that guy is such a dick uh, And Mark Meadows from North Carolina They both asserted that Andy McCabe Former deputy director of the FBI Fired by Sessions just you know a couple days before He was going to get his pension mm-hmm. m- Also my boyfriend <laughs> um, They said that he lied to James Comey About his contacts with journalists Well there are now emails proving that McCabe Did not lie to Comey And frankly I'm looking forward to Comey's book coming out Uh, on April 17th we'll be reviewing that book in a series of episodes available to our patrons and I'm so excited Mm. so keep an eye out for that you guys we'll be right back hey guys I love our logo I love our branding I love the feel of our website and how easily we can update it I've never been happier with art web design as I have been with Moxie Design Studios. I love their work so much that I even had them do my personal website. They're responsive and thorough, and they really understood my vision, which is hard to do when you're trying to get creative stuff going. I can't recommend them enough, so please consider Moxie Design Studios for your next project. Mention Mueller She Wrote for a 10% discount on services. Just visit moxiedesignstudios.com for more information, and thanks for supporting women in tech. You can also support women in podcasting by becoming a patron. You'll get access to our weekly newsletter, show notes, and bonus episodes. Just visit MullerSheWrote.com and click subscribe for details. And thanks for listening. All right. Welcome back. It is time for Hot Notes. Yeah. Uh, hot Notes. And this week, um, we learned a little more about our friend Elliot Brody, didn't we, Julisa? Mm-hmm. Take it away. Oh, yeah. So we recently
1: learned that uh, hundreds of pages of Elliot Broidy's emails were leaked by an anonymous anti-Broidy source. And they detail how Broidy, while he was the vice chairman of the Finance Committee for Trump's inauguration, was inviting foreign leaders to meet with President Trump and would imply in the invitations that these opportunities were only for countries willing to do business with his personal company, personal company, Circinus.
0: So yeah, Circinus, yeah. the dumbest name ever.
1: You're gonna Sir- love our work. <laughs> I don't know why I think Circuit City or something. I think uh,
3: Gladiator, which oh, is yeah. too much credit for them. Yeah, true. true. Yeah, yeah. And you know, you know, you're right. Yeah. Do and they all wear Gladiator outfits? Sirsonist. Yeah. <laughs> Would that make them cooler? I don't
0: know. Maybe just like heat-wise, but not yeah. awesome-wise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: like, nice cod piece. Mm-hmm. We'll fight this lion for you. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs>
1: So these emails revealed how uh, Brody offered tickets to VIP inauguration events, including a candlelight dinner attended by Trump. <laughs> he also helped arrange meetings with Republican senators and he offered trips to Mar-a-Lago and arrange an invitation to a party at Trump's Washington Hotel for remaining politician facing corruption charges.
0: Do they do candlelight dinner so like the, the lights are so dim you don't have to look other people in the face? <laughs> I like that. It seems like that'd be a creepy
1: look to like looking at Trump with like a candlelight. Yeah. Like it's just
3: oh, like when you evil. do
1: the horror
0: stories with the flashlight exactly. under your chin. Yeah, uh-huh. that's what
1: comes to mind. Totally.
0: <laughs> yeah, he doesn't need any help looking evil. <laughs>
1: So Brody was actually so aggressive with his approach that some of his associates, yeah, he came on strong,
0: (laughs) growling, "Mm, (laughs) I can only imagine.
1: Yeah, they they had to warn him (laughs) to basically tone down his whole approach. They were just afraid that he, you know, he would pretty much have them found out. And uh, (laughs) like, dude, chill. Yeah, basically, man. (laughs) And his business, actually, uh, it took off after Trump won. So Sersinus received lucrative contracts from all around the world worth $200 million, including uh, the United Arab Emirates contract. No. Yeah. So this was all in the emails and things we discussed before. But uh, he's pretty upset, as you can imagine. And he's actually suing the nation of Qatar for, quote, hacking his computers and leaking unflattering information to the media.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Unflattering. Don't hold a mirror up to me so everyone can... Can see. Exactly. Yeah. Only I can do that to myself. <laughs> that's a new standard for libel. Yeah, <laughs> it's <was> very unflattering,
1: <laughs> right? And even if they did, because Embroidery's representatives are saying they have proof that the emails were stolen by hackers working for Qatar, it's still like, like you said, he's already been doing this. He's the one that you know bragged about setting up a meeting with Trump and the Crown
0: Prince, and but it makes sense that like, that you would pivot it that way to yeah. be to be like they painted me in an unflattering light. I mean, right. that's that's what happened. Like when the DNC got hacked and Podesta got hacked, they were like, don't what's in there doesn't matter. What matters is that we got hacked by the Russians.
1: Exactly. Yeah, it's like, don't worry about the content, just you shouldn't have done that. (laughs) So uh, his attorney said, we're hoping to hold accountable those individuals who reached into the United States to conduct a hostile attack against a prominent U.S. citizen, like we were saying. And yeah, according to the lawsuit, Qatar violated the Federal Computer Fraud and Abuse Act. And they're also accused of civil conspiracy, invasion of privacy, and possession of stolen property. Amazing.
3: Sounds like you're talking about, are you talking about Russia? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was yeah. Just saying, yeah. Watch familiar. the investigation into Qatar go so yeah. swiftly. <laughs> just swift justice <laughs> yeah. immediately. Oh, I right.
1: wonder. Oh, man. So, yeah, the, the whole idea is about how Qatar coordinated unflattering leaks, to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, Bloomberg News, and other media outlets to depict Brody, and this is in the uh, the lawsuit, as someone who used his influence in the Trump administration to enrich himself and affect policy. <laughs> I mean,
3: it's just... It's word for word what Russian did. Exactly. Yeah, that's crazy. It's the really parallels. Cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. The Qataris say they didn't do it, you know, um, a spokesperson. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, wish they just owned
0: up to it like, bam. I
1: think that'd be cool too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean,
0: it's definitely pointing towards them. Did you guys have a Qatari 2600 or a Qatari 5200?
3: What, what is like that? Atari? I knew you wouldn't know. What I we was don't talking get any about. Points for that. Now line. you're that person. <laughs> this is biscuits. What did you it say? It rhymes with dumplings. At- it rhymes with Atari. Oh, oh. what is Atari? That oh. sounds
0: familiar.
1: Atari is a game, right? Yeah, it's a video game.
0: You ever heard of Pac Man?
3: Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like the original uh, console. Yeah. yeah, they're the- yeah. The console? Well, it you, was, the console. You mm-hmm. played play
0: Pac Man on an Atari 2600 or a 5200. Oh. The 52 was pretty new.
1: See, that I didn't know at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's some but I nerdy liked, stuff right there. I like the. No, not really. No?
0: That was pretty friggin' mainstream. I like the. Is that where Pong was? Uh, that was Activision. Oh, See, nice. now it's
1: vintage that's nerdy. nerdy stuff. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, no, that's nerdy. But yeah, no, Atari was like. It was the game. Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Pogs. Wow.
3: That's a big one. Yeah. Yeah, it was huge.
0: Anyway, sorry. Oh, sorry. no worries. Forgive my. It's, it's the only uh, Qatari pun I could think of. I yeah. like it. I do appreciate it. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah,
1: the, Qatari's,
3: yeah
1: <laughs> the Qataris are denying it. A spokesperson for the Qatari sim- embassy in Washington said Mr. Brody's lawsuit is a transparent attempt to divert attention from U.S. media reports about his activities. His lawsuit is without merit or fact. Yeah. So, yeah, they're just like, you know.
3: I wonder, what proof, I wonder what proof
0: he has that it was the Qataris that hacked him. Yeah,
1: they just come out with it.
0: Like, did CrowdStrike help him look into well, it? At
1: this point, it yeah, it sounds like yeah. it's all cyber tracing Russia stuff. just helped him. Mm-hmm. There's no yeah. privacy on the internet.
0: I mean, like, we have all the, you know, the links and stuff to APT29, APT28, Cozy Bear, Fancy Bear, mm-hmm. uh, also known as, all the Russian stuff, and how, the, all you know, how that's all tied in, and the different codes that we go over in the Russian Roulette book review about the different codes they found in their database right um, it gets
1: really intricate to like be able DNA. to to
0: be able to connect it like mm-hmm. there is proof yeah um, and I'm just wondering if he has any or if he's just saying that. Right, maybe mm-hmm. he's betting there's proof. He's probably not wrong. <laughs> so, hey, but you're going to need to bring it to court.
1: True, true. They're probably just trying to stir up, you know, like the set a distraction. Just it
0: reminds like. me of like watching People's Court, and, and she's like, do you have your rental receipts? And they're like, no, I didn't bring them today. She's like, where'd you think you were going?
2: <laughs> 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 that is so funny. <laughs> All
0: right, well, thanks, Jalisa. Of yeah. course, yes. Always uh, good updates on Elliot Brody for us. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, that was Thank awesome. You. You're, ass- you're pretty much assigned to him now. So. Oh. Nice. <laughs> now Jordan has some information on a couple of guys named Dearborn and Mashburn. And the reason I gave this to you is because you had earlier done some reporting. I think it was in our NR- NRA Russia Minnesota about email from Dearborn um, to the NRA called the, where the subject line is Kremlin connection, mm-hmm. like
3: <laughs> yep, so Dearborn Dearborn and Mashburn both uh, They were Trump aides And this week the Senate Judiciary Committee's Chairman and Top Democrat A.K.A. Chuck Grassley, Republican <laughs> And Diane Feinstein, Democrat How lovely Released a joint request uh, for new emails from those two folks So basically this was a really nice bipartisan step In the right direction I would say In our yeah. Senate Judiciary Committee uh, not to say that they've been anything like the debauchery that was the HIC, but they have not been the best. And What well, I was going to say, is the House uh, Intel Committee looking into this at all? I don't know. No You know why Oh cause they're done You mean Yeah Yeah that whole It was a go. true question You yeah, yeah, got no. me
1: <laughs> It was convincing though You had me going That's gotcha journalism That's how it works you
3: guys oh, That's it. tough questions Yeah
2: <laughs> April fools Yeah
3: but exactly A perfect point They're not even Doing that the investigation so anymore If the house like Reopened the thing And was like We're gonna look into All these things In the in the minority report And crazy. then they were like hey, April Fool's Day Oh my god That is something newness would do definitely how do you say april fools in russian oh yeah i don't know we'll figure it out yeah Yeah. definitely when does this come out today's april fools isn't it damn yes yeah it comes out tomorrow all right well we'll have to learn how to say yesterday in russian as well okay (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so so basically they sent a letter to trump campaigns the trump campaign's attorney seeking these emails from rick dearborn Uh, who actually went on to play a prominent role in the presidential transition before reportedly leaving the White House earlier this year, Mm. and John Mashburn, who served as the campaign's policy director and still remains in the administration. So Grassley and Feinstein noted in their letter that their previous requests for 21 Trump campaign aides' emails resulted in more than 28,000 pages of documents that gave them reason to believe yeah, that they needed to investigate further into Dearborn and Mashburn. So they found stuff in those emails where they were like, we need to ask more questions. Yeah. Which is promising. I mean, it's good. We all know these things, but it's nice to know that they're also finding them and agreeing on them, I guess our standards That's are what so low are now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, they're, they're at least pretending to get along in their sham investigation yeah. <laughs> and then you know then the house yeah
3: oh, okay. <laughs> pretend their sham investigation <laughs> <laughs> uh so dearborn was a former top aide to attorney general jeff sessions actually and uh during sessions senate career and they had a cute relationship they mm. worked together for a long time um but if The things that I've read, if I'm getting the right vibes, it seems like Dearborn actually grew kind of annoyed with Sessions. Oh, really? Yeah, Yeah, or just didn't... I'll have to find my sources on why i'm thinking that i can't pull just them up some right vibes. Now. yeah i'll just get some vibes which is not a way to report a story at all <laughs> I, <laughs> so, I'd, I'd like I that, can... that kind of journalism yeah. it's a podcast we can have vibes. Yeah. vibe journalism a vibe friendly zone Definitely. yeah yeah no i forgot i read something about like the nuances of their relationship uh but anyway so uh dearborn <laughs> and dearborn was probably like this guy racist as fuck <laughs> <laughs> One hang can hang out with hope. you, man. Yeah. One can only hope. Racist vibes. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it was not that he wasn't racist enough. Oh, good point. The point is the fear. Right.
0: Dearborn's probably like, I don't I don't I mean, I don't like black people either, but you're taking it a little far.
3: Yeah. yeah. He's like, I was born from deers, okay? I'm okay with a lot of things. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty stupid. That's pretty stupid. I love you though. <laughs> Mash burn. Grandma on Thanksgiving fucking up. That's what that is. Get it? Okay, I'm done. I'm so done. I'm sorry. I thought that was a funny pun. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) so Mashburn and Dearborn. Actually, Dearborn is connected with having received emails, like AG was talking about, about that Mayflower meeting that happened with Sessions, and it was actually Donald Trump. It was Sessions, Trump, and Kushner, and then... He is now under investigation, or I imagine that's what they're trying to investigate, is when he received those emails, what he knew, when he knew it, and why he didn't alert anybody about it. Mm-hmm. in cahoots, I would say, <laughs> I know why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, this uh, this letter, another interesting fact about this letter from Grassley and Feinstein, also asked the Trump campaign to search for records of quote unquote "possible misspellings of the name George Papadopoulos. <laughs> This is my favorite. Mm-hmm. They're like search
0: all your emails, um, but search also p a p a d uh, because <laughs> they could you they could have spelled Papadopoulos a million ways. Oh, yep. yeah, and it, it, I w- in, I wouldn't put it past them to search for Papadopoulos spelled correctly only. And mm-hmm. not any variations. And we said, well, we got four emails. Yeah. And that's it. But there, you know, there's probably a hundred with his name
3: spelled wrong. Yeah. Exactly. You're right. I bet there was a fight in that committee just to convince them to yeah. make, put that in the letter. Like, <laughs> why do you not want us to search for all the Papadopoulos yeah. emails? Or that was their plan. Guys, we'll just misspell Papadopoulos. <laughs> It'll You'll be fine. <laughs> but the Russians have
0: a different spelling. <laughs> yeah.
3: They almost got away with it, too, until this letter. Um, so yeah, great bipartisan effort, I I would say, and we'll see what comes of that. I imagine they're going to I mean, I think it's we'll talk about the indictment fantasy league after, but I think they could be perspective picks. Hmm? I think they're on there. Oh. Uh, Dearborn was. I don't think Mashburn was.
0: Right. Ah. So we'll yes. Yeah, we'll have yeah. to add Mashburn. Good we'll do that. We'll do that a little bit. My later. Bad. All right, well, thank you. It's, yes, yes. Thank yeah, you. Jordan. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, guys. I want to talk a little bit a uh, little bit about a guy named Ted Malik. To whose name I'm sure most Mueller junkies simultaneously proclaimed, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> was a huge nerd myself. I remember exactly where I'd seen his name before. So I wanted to tell you guys about it. This past Tuesday, a man named Ted Malik was stopped at the Boston Logan Airport on his way into the country from the United Kingdom. Just like Nader uh, and Papadop, Papadopoulos, uh, mm-hmm. they were both stopped at Dulles, remember? mm mm-hmm. um, just like this, they, they, uh, Malik was stopped and he was searched and his electronics were confiscated um, and he was questioned for over an hour in the airport by FBI agents um, about his ties to Stone and WikiLeaks, Farage, Brexit, Cambridge Analytica, all that. So who is Ted Malik? Well, the first time I saw, him, his na- I, I saw his name come up was in the Fusion GPS House Intelligence Committee transcripts back when there was a House Intelligence Committee doing investigation. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, the line of questioning starts on page 99 when Adam Schiff um, returned to the room. I guess he had been on a break or he'd left briefly. And Adam Schiff asks first about whether or not Simpson had thrown out any of the intel he received from Christopher Steele because he thought it was sourced from disinformation. Um, and Simpson said, no, the only things that we threw out were microscopic and significant words. The major points of the report were all included in the <laughs> dossier. Then Schiff changed his line of questioning. Uh, to WikiLeaks and said, quote, And didn't you, during the course of your work, uncover any information regarding a connection between Trump or those around Trump and WikiLeaks? And Mr. Simpson said, yes. I mean, you've seen some of the public reporting. I mean, this would be separate from the Steele stuff. But, you know, we gradually, towards the end of the project, became very interested in Roger Stone when he bragged about having his contact. We tried to figure out who that contact was. We started going into who Stone was and who his relationships were with, and essentially the trial led to sort of an international far-right group. And you know, Brexit happened, and Nigel Farage became someone that we were very interested in, and I think that's interesting. And so I've formed my own opinions that there was a somewhat unacknowledged relationship between the Trump people and the UKIP people. Uh, UKIP is the party that was for Brexit, mm-hmm. the pro-Leave party.
3: Right. Right. The Tea Party Party.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Quote, and that the path to WikiLeaks ran through that, ran through Trump and UKIP. Um, And I still think that. That's what Mr. Simpson said. Mm -hmm. Then Adam Schiff says, uh, quote, and when you talk about the connection between the Trump campaign and the Brexit campaign, is that a line you're drawing through Cambridge Analytica? Unquote. And then Simpson answered, well... Bannon went over to the UK in 2011 to set up sort of a British Tea Party, no pun intended. (laughs) Then in a a redacted person says one minute and talks to Mr. Simpson and then Mr. Simpson starts speaking again and he seems a little flustered when he comes back and he says, "Uh, I don't think that Cambridge is the nucleus. I think there's some Bannon connections and other Stone associates, a guy named Malik, Theodore Roosevelt Malik, who's an American that was living in the UK. He was associating with UKIP, and I believe he's a significant figure in this. Mm. Unquote. Simpson went on to say that he, uh, quote, I've been um, told but not confirmed that Nigel Farage has has had additional trips to the Ecuadorian embassy to provide data to Assange Mm. on a thumb drive. So it's all that's where Malik first came up. So FBI officials have now questioned Malik about whether or not he traveled to Ecuador to meet with Assange. Uh, he denies everything, which makes me think he's about to be charged with lying to the FBI. Yeah, Just like, uh, I don't know, Papadopoulos. and um, So he's been given a subpoena, uh, and he will appear before Mueller's grand jury on April 13th. So the way that I feel like this went down is Mueller had the information on him. He had criminal uh, wrongdoing. And he was able to, that's how he was able to obtain a warrant to obtain this guy's, and to detain and obtain his electronic devices. Mm-hmm. That's how Mueller operates. And then he asked him questions that he already knew the answers to. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently it's from, from uh, Mal- Malik's point of view is he denied everything. So hmm, we'll mm-hmm. see what happens at the grand jury. Excited to see that. So that could be an up- upcoming indictment. Yeah. So, um, Malik is convinced the whole reason he was denied, or excuse me, the whole reason he was detained by the FBI in the first place is because he's writing a book on the deep state. Um, I'm not sure if he knows that deep state is a made-up term from Cambridge Analytica based in psychographics and micro-targeting. <laughs> so ironic.
3: Basically, shit dumb people will be afraid of. <laughs> <laughs> I like calling someone a shit dumb person. <laughs> shit. shit dumb. Oh, that's pretty funny. Pretty funny, <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah, that's 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 exactly what deep state was, along with uh, drain the swamp. You know, those were Cambridge Analytica terms that they tested uh, on 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 people,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: apparently, gullible people fell for it. So they used it in the campaign. Malik is also wondering aloud to the media uh, how the FBI could legally search his cell phone. But he knows better than to try that i think um like i said if Mueller wants your phone it's because he knows what's in there and he has sufficient proof that's that what what's in there is criminal exactly yeah. that's how he get
3: that's how you get a warrant yeah you don't get it. to have the rights of a citizen and at the same time undermine us all nope mm-hmm. that's that's the way it works anyway that's Malik, you guys so nice yeah with that we'll be right back <laughs>
0: We love our listeners and we want your input on the podcast. Please take a moment and rate us on iTunes and leave us feedback on any of our social media platforms. You can follow us on Twitter at MullerSheWrote and you'll be automatically entered to win a PlayStation 4 when we reach 10,000 followers. We're also on Facebook and Instagram. Social media engagement is probably one of the nicest things you can do for us outside of becoming a patron. Patrons get all sorts of extras, including our member newsletter, my personal show notes, and branded gifts like T-shirts, reusable grocery bags, and our forthcoming sexy justice calendar. Help us make the podcast and support women in podcasting by visiting mullersherote.com and clicking subscribe. Then head over to iTunes and give us a rating. We are so grateful for all of you. Thank you. All right. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Are you guys ready for the Fantasy Indictment League? Yeah. All right. This week, uh, I want to add Mashburn, just like you said. Right. Okay, Mm -hmm. Um, That's the guy, the Dearborn, Mm because I think Dearborn's already on there. We'll check. Yeah, yeah. If he's not, I'll put him on there. Um, And I have a feeling there may be a few GOP congressmen we can add, including Tom Tillis, Mm -hmm. uh, who, despite his work to protect Mueller with um, Mm Coons, Senator Coons, uh, he did have
3: foreigners advising his twenty four ten fourteen campaign via Cambridge Analytica. So, Have you ever noticed that all of the most evil GOP people have alliterations for names? Oh, give me an example. Mitch McConnell. <laughs> T- Tom Tillis. Chris Christie. Oh, <laughs>
1: yes. I'm sure it goes both ways. We just, we know so many Republicans <laughs> now. Yeah,
3: <laughs> Barack
0: Obama. False. Oh, B.O. <laughs> yeah. They
1: love that one.
0: <laughs> one doesn't roll off the tongue. It
1: really
0: doesn't. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. So, ah, we'll see. Well, you guys ready for sabotage? Yeah. Yes. All right. I got a story from Russia State TV, which could be disinformatia, um, but they're reporting a top White House official told Russia not to worry about their 60 diplomats. They got rid of 60 who's... They have two- to three-year terms. They got rid of 60 whose terms were expiring anyway and just going to let them send 60 back in their place. Just replace Mm. them. Again, I do not have credible confirmation on the story, um, but if it were true, that would definitely be something Mueller might be interested in hearing about. Um, This story has been verified by a source at the State Department along with one of my personal sources, Oh, Uh, but that's it. So take it as you will. These are like loosely corroborated through people... And I'm telling yeah. you on a podcast. So mm-hmm. um, I, I, you know, like one of the things I really want to do on this podcast is say, I got this from the New York Times. This came from Washington Post or I think this and it's been corroborated by the New York Times or, you know, AP or Reuters or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if it's if it's something uh, this it could be wishy washy, I want to let you know. Yeah, I don't feel super confident about it, but it's what I've heard. It's been and I'll tell you how many people have corroborated it. Um, and then there's stuff that's completely theory and fantasy for us. And, and I try to make sure that, that we, you know, make those differences known as well. So Definitely. that's just important to me. Um, anyway, having the White House uh, and the U.N. ambassador make the denigrating statements about Russia and Putin, um, you know, doesn't really match Trump's pattern of behavior towards Russia Um, His but his pattern is intact, like Mm -hmm. this whole thing where somebody says, don't worry about the 60 people, you can send 60 people back. Or, you know, right before the um, election went down after the Obama sanctions went down, uh, after the election went down. And and, uh, I think it was Kushner or DT Jr. who told Kislyak, don't worry about the The sanctions." sanctions. Or was it Flynn? Flint said, "We'll
1: tear him up," and then uh, Junior was like, "We'll take
0: care of that when my dad's president." Yeah, yeah, that's more consistent with their, their personality right. and their history. Yeah, um, and and the and this now something like this, and then and it was something um, I don't know. He just the the removal of the. Um, Heavy anti-Russia language in the GOP platform at the RNC, Mm -hmm. all these things, um, and he never says a bad word about Putin. But like his whole life is insulting people. So (laughs) it's just like, but this one guy, he won't do it. So like I said, it's it's with the White House statement and the UN ambassador making the making the harsh statements on Russia um, on behalf of this administration, um, but he never says anything himself. And when he did sanction when he did the only sanctions he's put into place, the ones that were voted in that were due in October and then January still haven't been put into place. Yeah. But he did sanction 13 Russians, but it's only because Robert Mueller did it first. So mm-hmm. he's his pattern of... Piggybacking. Of this... Yeah, and, and his pattern of not saying anything bad about Russia is maintained.
3: Yeah. He's so. not going to set any precedence on punishing Russia. Exactly. No. <laughs> yeah, no way.
0: No. And... um. But... I don't know. It's it's. I can see where he's trying to, or the, at least the administration is trying to do some stuff, taking McMaster's advice and and all that. Um, but oh, he he just won't do it himself. Just kind of like he won't fire anybody himself. He's just a coward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's probably part of it. If he could tweet the Russians away, that would be ideal. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, he doesn't even tweet against him though, which, is, which means that there's something going on. You know. Oh, definitely. All right, you guys, let's go to this week's comments and questions. Uh, First, I wanted to address a tweet I got from Amanda Levitt, who is at at Fat Body Politics on Twitter. She wrote to us saying, uh, quote, I'd enjoy the podcast 100% more if they stopped using the word fat in such a negative way. There are much better ways to talk about Trump than by calling him fat, unquote. And that's a good call. She's totally right. There are so many other things we can call him out on. And Mm -hmm. I don't think that body shaming is the answer. So I agree with it 100%. So we're going to move away from that. Um, She also suggested, she made suggestions. I love that. Which I do do love because I understand like... I I just love it when people say, "Hey, there's a problem with this," and I have some solutions, you know, as opposed to just "there's a problem," you know. (laughs) So she suggested we can use dill hole or trash bucket, nice as alternatives. I think that's great. They are those are Um, good alternatives. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I love it that she offered solutions. Thank you, Amanda, for your insights. Thanks for pointing that out.
3: So we're very body positive people in general. We definitely would hate to project the. That we don't want to perpetuate that. We're right. very against that.
0: Yeah, and I but I think that where the rubber meets the road is that we're also comedians mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. shit just comes out of our mouth. Mm-hmm. And that's that's not an excuse. We have to be more conscious of what comes out of our mouth because yeah. it can actually yeah. influence people.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. To that's, us, if I may speak for us, it's more so the humor of hitting him where it hurts because he's created this very fragile ego that's centered around vanity. So hitting him with something that is typically vain yeah. is, is, like, entertaining to us to do. But if it's perpetuating... That's where it comes from. Yeah. But if it's mm-hmm. perpetuating negativity, yeah. we don't want to do that. No. Like,
1: only shame the body of his politics. Yeah. yeah there
3: on. you go. Like it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, you're
0: totally right. That's exactly right, Jordan. It's, mm-hmm. it's because, like, that's why I want to call him a pussy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because even though pussies are awesome and way stronger we
3: claim our own pussies power and
0: (laughs) And they're like like pretty amazing Mm -hmm. uh it it would bother him yep because he doesn't see them as amazing yeah so because he i don't know
3: yeah but yeah totally fair comment and that's awesome
0: yeah so we're gonna be away from that we'll be more conscious of that thank you very much amanda uh at rj alias asked if we think Mueller is holding off on indictments Uh, of the top people until a new Congress is set to impeach him? Or do you think it's because he's not got a soundproof case yet? And this is interesting. I think that he's probably got some indictments ready to go. And I think if he's not indicting people, it's because it would be giving away stuff to other people who still haven't
3: spoken to him. Yeah. Right. It could change their tune or do whatever they can to try to protect themselves It would be tipping his hand It would yeah. be showing his cards and he doesn't
0: want to do that yet um, I don't think he's waiting for Congress um, I think he's, he's completely apolitical so he's like I'm going to do my job um, the best way that I can I might have to hold some indictments back in order to make sure that I have all the information I need on other people before I release them because they'll become public mm-hmm. um, So that's i don't know
3: maybe he can indict people in secret there are sealed indictments but yeah you know it makes sense to me though what you just said that that seems anything that is strategic is what i would imagine he's doing yeah yeah
1: anything just yeah for sure yeah (laughs)
3: strategery
0: all right at the three buckleys wants to know what our reasons for thinking Mueller won't indict a sitting president are and i i'm not sure where you got that i think he can indict a sitting president mm-hmm. right but he wouldn't probably for the
1: reasons you just said
0: well he might like if he waited for some reason
1: and you know might just be because that's a part of the plan it's a part of i mean if that's what right, but like, if he gets to like, the like, end right now exactly yeah yeah, yeah. no but uh, he, I, he means in general as yeah sounds, or they oh, oh like he she, would never right. right oh well yeah i don't think he he would just not do it if yeah. he could
0: mm-hmm. i think if he had the the uh, unless he, for some reason, thinks that it's against the law, mm-hmm. but I don't think that that's been settled exactly. In yeah, case law. Okay. But he knows better than I do. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. But I think he can indict a sitting president. I think he might. So I don't know. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Uh, at poopweasel, I just have to <laughs> always read a question from poopweasel. The best name <laughs> asked on a scale from one to ten, how fucked is Manafort? <laughs> Manafort is fucked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think you just wanted us to say that. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> uh, also, how badly does Trump want to fire Sessions? I think he desperately wants to fire Sessions. Oh, and that, yeah. that's why I think Sessions came out this week. Um, Sicking the IG and uh, U.S. Attorney Huber on the FBI. It makes it harder for Trump to fire him. Um, though he could fire him for not appointing a special prosecutor. I don't know. So it's, many reasons,
1: but he definitely wants to.
0: Yeah, I think he does, too. Mm-hmm. They just That would be the easiest way to replace somebody above Rosenstein who can you know, put a kibosh on the Mueller investigation. Mm-hmm. Um, at B. Adler, San Diego G, is wondering why people like Rona Graf and Alan Weissenberg are not facing any consequences because they're the ones who have uh, to complete all the tasks. Um, I think they're just going to be pumped for information, honestly. Um, as long as they don't lie to the FBI... Um, they could be charged with conspiracy, but I mean, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like Mueller is just going to get what he needs out of them to get the bigger folks. But he also doesn't seem like a guy who would leave any stone unturned right. or, or leave any criminal unindicted. So
3: I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I <clears throat> wonder, can you, do you think that he would just straight up not in, cause can you get someone to flip if you don't indict them on anything?
0: Can you get someone to flip?
3: Uh, you tell secrets. <laughs> you could
0: offer them immunity. Yeah. Like Nader. Yeah. So, I don't know. And that might have already happened and we don't know. Um, I think that if they committed a big enough crime and didn't have any information to give on someone else that that they would be um, indicted. Fair. That would be or fair. Or charged or whatever.
3: It's kind of unfair that the whole flipping thing is even a thing, but it's necessary to getting the bigger fish. It is. Yeah, It's a tool. It's a tool that prosecutors use all the time. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Just Even sometimes to just win a case. Plead down, you know, so I can win.
3: Yeah, it would just be so nice if everyone could just get leveled to the degree they deserve. That would (laughs)
0: be so true. That would would be be so awesome. Uh,
3: At The Deep Magic
0: asked why Rosenstein's only option is to resign if Trump asked him to fire Mueller. And here's why. Remember that uh, report we did a, a minute ago about the nine senators who sent a letter to the five people in succession of the Department of Justice saying you have to come out publicly and say that you won't f- fire Rose- or Mueller or impede the, impede the investigation? Mm-hmm. The reason Rosenstein's only option is to resign is because he has said that publicly. That's right. why Rosenstein wasn't in the letter. Um he w- they weren't talking to him because he already publicly promised that he would not fire a Mueller unless mm-hmm. it was for cause. Um, and so that means he would, if if Trump asked him to, he'd have to resign. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, or Trump would fire him. So that's that's why. Yeah. Um, at Sorrell Woods wants to know what makes white collar crime so hard to prosecute, citing mm-hmm. that if someone steals a honey bun from a convenience store, boom, charges are filed. But if somebody makes off with $500 million, of an oligarch's cash, um, he's still being investigated four years later. So the answer is money.
1: Definitely.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> they have, and they, don't forget, they have the annual white collar crime symposium every year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Gotta
3: get passes. Check it out. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that's... and just counsel. Yeah, exactly, the counsel you can afford. Yeah, Manafort's
0: lawyers are very pricey, and mm-hmm. and so they can drag this out, and they yeah. know the law. Whereas most most um, low crime or um, blue collar crime, it, you have a public defender. Yeah. that you're assigned, and they're st- stretched so thin. Yeah, yeah public yeah. public defenders are amazing, but you know they're not. They don't have a zillion dollars and right. unlimited resources to work with. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: if you have money, you could get the Twinkie defense or the honey bun defense. Yeah. <laughs> the honey bun defense. I was very psychologically <laughs> disturbed at the time. I really, really <laughs> needed a honey bun. <laughs> yeah,
1: case dismissed. <laughs> have a honey bun. You've been through a lot. <laughs> <laughs> if the honey
0: bun fits, you must have quit. <laughs> <laughs> makes no sense. All
3: right. That's <laughs> okay. And
0: Sam Stanton says uh, wants to know when Mueller will show his hand and who's going to get the next indictment. Oh, that could just there's so much that we don't know. I am not going to be able to predict that yeah. correctly, but I'm still waiting for the additional Russia indictments to drop. But he may not be able to drop those without revealing a little conspiracy right. with Assange and WikiLeaks. And now Cambridge Analytica tied into it, um, which brings Malik and Sessions and like so many Kushner and Bannon it brings so many people into it he might be that whole giant ball of stuff he's just like working on and he's waiting until he's done with all that but um, so he might not be able to separate those the hack of the DNC and the Podesta emails out from that Mm -hmm. Um, Uh, gosh everything's so entangled it's like he's got to get to the end of every rope before he can just
3: drop everything yeah (laughs) I had of indictment vomit all over the place. <laughs> I wonder if all of these guys have a Facebook group where they just talk about, they're like... <laughs> i hey, man i thought that about it's me- getting crazy isn't it yeah we might be fucked <laughs> <laughs> i thought
0: that about meter maids like what are meter like maids they're the people who hand you write you parking tickets oh god yeah like where did they hang out like they they can the only have they can only be friends with each other
3: yeah so they must have a closed facebook group like <laughs> yeah <laughs> today this dick
0: said i don't i don't want a ticket uh, like yeah. oh that's yeah that's new
3: and then he turned his wheels the wrong way he didn't <laughs> cramp to the curb <sighs>
0: some people's kids man gosh <laughs> at Nick's rock said what the fuck is a ted malik <laughs> well what? i think we covered that's exactly that, what yeah. you predicted i hope i answered that for you yeah you're, look at that's
3: correct um Anyway, that's those are all the questions that we got. Do you guys have anything you want to add? I wanted to shout out to a couple of our patrons that are super awesome. Yeah, do it. Um, Anne, you know who you are. I don't want to divulge identities, but thank you so much for she gave us a super generous captain Anne donation no yeah. that's captain anna oh,
1: yeah two different <clears throat> yeah oh
3: yes mm-hmm. Anne, Oh, are, are brought to this episode was brought to you by ann ann <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that was a super generous donation yeah she's uh-huh. awesome and has supported us from day one and much like all of you have thank you so much uh and then captain anna from Connecticut, she sent us a really nice care package. I don't have the letter on me right now to read it. It was a nice letter. It though. was really such nice. a nice letter. Oh, yeah. She's a badass woman. She sent it on International Women's Day. She's the only female captain on the island that she's on that the she operates islands on or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. So she said, cool. She come out we'll have a boat ride. Yeah. 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 So yeah. sweet. And she sent us a bunch of her swag. We it's could reenact a- the Dara Deputy
0: Prime Minister download <laughs> and you can uh, Jalisa, you can be a ripka.
3: Oh, the
1: sex worker. Yeah. <laughs> Why <No>.
0: me? <laughs> Because you know all about how to sex coach people. I don't know about that. Okay.
3: Are you a I sex don't know what coach?
1: Heard. No. Oh. <laughs> no.
3: <laughs> I just figure you know one of one of us. Has I'm too old to be sex- a sex coach. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> unless I'm, I'm just sexually su- confused. So <laughs> unless I don't I'm know. just supervising well, my work.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> unless I'm just supervising from the corner. Like, don't do that.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tried it. <laughs> take a left. Won't Would work. you take a left? <laughs>
0: <laughs> check in, check in. Would you? <laughs> yeah, no, I would. I wouldn't. It wouldn't be good for me.
3: Yeah, Also that's sexually liberated. Also, that that's what I was thinking. Yeah, exactly.
0: F- awesome free yeah. person. Yeah. Uh, didn't we get? A patron at a $100 level?
3: We did. Kevin.
0: Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Kevin. Kevin. for That means Kevin. he gets to come and be a guest on the show. He yeah. does. So he's going to uh, prepare or I'm going to give him um, something to prep on, an article or something. Uh, and he's going to drive Yay, down.
3: that'll be so fun. And he'll
0: appear in this section of the show, in the in the questions and comments.
3: Oh, that's going to be so section. fun. Nice. Looking forward to meeting him. I know.
0: God, that's so cool of you, man, to, yeah. to be able to support us like that. Um, we'll get extra wine. We, we were mm-hmm. kind of, I think we called it the top one-tenth of one percent level yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for $100 a month. Yeah. We'll give you everything ever, and you can be on our show. We were sort of kidding, and then we got somebody yes. who, who was generous enough to do it.
3: Yeah, that's so awesome awesome
0: our listeners are the best you guys are seriously the best yes love you so much
3: also we wanted to give the shout out to all the male allies that listen to us yes that are super supportive of women and just amazing and we have people that send us like one of our patrons wanted to take his daughter when he was in dc on an all-female dc tour just like powerful female figures and stuff
0: yeah and Mm -hmm. we got we got some really good demographics and 40% Forty percent of you guys are are dudes, mm-hmm. and you're hundred percent supportive. And I feel like I feel like I have like a, an entourage of, of, of yeah of, of just rad dudes. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing, and, and then, I, which is so good because I was losing faith in the dudes. Oh yeah, <laughs> and now like I have it back. So that's the kind of power that you can yep. wield yep. as a cool dude
3: for sure. And then the obvious shout out to all of our strong ladies. Yes. Yes, and those in between and questioning. Yes. Also, oh, yeah, yep, yep. We, we non-binary, mm-hmm. all that good stuff.
0: We have, I think it was three percent of our listeners identify as other. Oh, cool!
3: Which wow. is rad. That is super rad to me.
0: Um, so woot, woot! Yeah, hell yeah! Best base ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously, the coolest fans of all podcasts anywhere of all mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, Love that's it. That's our show. I've been Ag. I'm Julisa
3: Johnson. <laughs> I'm Jordan Coburn,
0: and this is Muller She wrote. Muller She Wrote is produced and engineered by AG with editing and logo design by Jalisa Johnson. Market consulting by Amanda Reeder and Unicorn Creative. Our digital media director and subscriber manager is Jordan Coburn. Fact checking and research by AG with support from Jalisa Johnson and Jordan Coburn. Our web design and branding is by Joelle Reeder with Moxie Design Studios and our website is MullerSheWrote.com. W. Media.